Delicious for you, baby. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this. My body too burkalicious for you, babe. Hmm. Yeah. Um, can I can I give us a pat on the back real quick? If that's okay. Um, I just wanted to give us a pat on the back that this has been now uh what 70 is this 78 episodes now? 70 78, but we had the zero zero zero, so it throws us a little bit. 78 episodes where none of us have missed an episode in that entire span. Like, how amazing incredible. is that? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Right, Martin? Mar- is he? Uh, oh. Martin? Hmm. Huh. Well, that puts right. a little bit of a, little bit of a damper on my celebration. <laughs> <laughs> That We're is footless. unfortunate. We are footless. Footloose, Foot- if you will. And fancy free. Wait, what's the one where he slides across the floor uh, in his socks? Is that Oh, Risky Business. Risky Business. That's right. Mm, Footloose yeah. is the other one. Yeah. Close. There was Feet Footloose involved. Footloose is the one. Yeah, Footloose is the one with the song. Sure. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, you wouldn't have the Footloose song in Risky yeah. Business. That would be weird. But then Risky Business had a song. What was that one? It, it wasn't that, that when was he the did song? the slide. The when he did the slide. Well, yeah. What was that song? I, I'm going to just I say that it was the Footloose song. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we could, maybe we could edit that. We'll get the scene of him sliding across, but it'll be the Footloose song. And that'll be a new thing for everyone. Yeah. Can you just imagine already Martin at this point would be losing his... I was sort of thinking about this. I was like, we are basically running this show without the guy who keeps us under control. Mm-hmm. So you're saying this is going to be like a three and a half hour adventure? <laughs> yeah, and I've got to edit it. So mm. type 45, but at the same time, it's going to be really hard to stay on track without Martin saying, now, now guys, we're, we we really need to keep it keep it on track. I have to go. I have, I have a hard out. At uh, yeah, the, hard, minutes, the old you know? hard out. Yep, always yeah, with the yeah. hard out with that guy, right? <laughs> So many hard outs. <laughs> um, we don't know where he is, so I just want to stop any incoming email right now. No clue. Not sure. We'll see. Yep. Maybe in Who two knows. weeks he's back. Maybe not. We. I don't know. I mean, the good part is that we're still hemispheric views, technically. We are. Yeah. We're, so. We still got that bit covered. Maybe we, I just did my little Martin impression. Mm. Oh, guys. Oh. Yeah, that's spot on. <laughs> Really uptight. Um, how about you? Could you be Martin for a minute and see if you can do a Martin impression? Guys, if you could just stay on track, that would be great. I think that, I think that probably, don't you think? Did, was it like he was here? <laughs> it was very much like that, yeah. You're like, whoa, how did he get to your house? That's so weird. Surprise. <laughs> now, if I could just spin this back to the topic at hand in our show notes. Mm. Oh, could you? Please, please do. What do we, we have? We had nothing in the notes for quite a while. And then yeah, I think the we've... notes exploded into like 800 shows worth of stuff. <laughs> so, we overcompensated. <laughs> I think, I think we panicked. What happened was we panicked. We're like, there's nothing there. Overcompensated. And now there's 357 topics uh, in the queue. Exactly. Where do you want to even start? Where do we start is, is the question. As all podcast, good podcasts do, they, they go with the follow-up first. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the, the way we go about it. So I think we should do the follow-up. And that, I'm looking at that, is the uh, robot where it's a check-in on Andrew's Obsidian Quest arc. Yes, yeah. It's we probably, because it's following up from a previous episode, people can pick up. The world has been dying to know. Can, can you give us a little bit of an update? So I've installed obsidian okay that's the first step well the to be fair the first step is acceptance right the first step is acceptance that you're going to do this yeah then the install comes and then what happened 
So then, and then I resubscribed to Readwise for another 12 months. Sure. So I was then able to have the Readwise plugin suck in all my highlights, Mm -hmm. my historical highlights. So now I have all of those in there. Yeah. How fun was Um, that? Oh, it's just legendary. Now you've got just nice bolded list. 10 seconds. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, And since then, I have been using LogSeq consistently. Uh, Hold on. Let me quickly rewind real quick. Just take Uh like one step back. So we got got the install done. Yep. We got the plugins going. Sounds like that was all right. Then we got things. Yeah, I did the plugins like you recommended. Okay. Things are coming in. Sounds good. And then your next step was to use something else. Yes, the thing that I had been continuously using for the last few months. Okay, so by by bringing this into your life, I have now since pushed you further into what you are already using. Is that fair? That's probably, yeah, that's about it. And it's it's basically, I, I didn't have the energy hmm. to learn another piece of software. Hmm. I, and I keep looking, there's something, There's I have a mental block about Obsidian. I, I, I'll load it right now, so I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. I'm loading it and it's like, <sighs> right. Just feel like, okay. Um, and I've got this constant, and it's got these, and then you go to iOS and you get the vaults. Yes. And it's like, I have, I've installed the daily plugin, hmm. but it seems like it sees that as a different vault to my everything else stuff. And so like, I just want everything in one vault. Sure. Sure. So, that and that may be a failure on my behalf. Maybe I'm needed to put that in a subfolder or something rather than at the root level of the Obsidian directory. So that may be a fault of mine, but it's like, I just want everything. And it asked me to keep saying, open a vault. I'm like, no, I want the other vault. I want them all mushed. If I were to bring in an expert, if if I had the power to bring in an expert right now, as if it were like almost a call-in show, would that be helpful? Absolutely, it would be helpful. I feel like I need coaching. Mm Mm-hmm. I might be able to do that. Let me let me see here if I can get the phone lines open. Oh. Phone lines are open. Ah, okay. Here we go. So welcome, caller. Um, if you could, uh, the task at hand is to describe in detail the architecture of JSON files within Obsidian as a construct. If you could explain that. We're having a little bit of an issue getting Andrew on board here. I'm glad you've brought that up because I have been told that this is an open, freeform, unscripted opportunity for listener participation. And so with that, I would like to bring you user-generated, unannounced trivia corner. What? You heard it here first. You heard it here first. That long game just got a little shorter, ladies and gentlemen. So... I'm going to get to the answer to your question and decipher everything that you need to know about JSON and Obsidian. But first, unannounced trivia corner, question number one. Wow. How many instances of bear are currently in my dock? (laughs) Is it A, zero, B, two, C, five, or D, Obsidian? Um, I, I will go first. Um, zero is clearly not correct. I think we all know that. Uh, two, what, what's the old saying? Two, two is one bear. One bear is not enough. Something to that effect. <laughs> two uh, bears in the hand is worth Jason in the bush. In the bush. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm going to go with five. I, I think five feels right. That's an Australian saying, isn't it, Andrew? We actually have drop bears. So if you're in Australia... It would be drop bears in your dock. It's true. Drop bears are a very dangerous animal. You need to be very careful Ooh. of them. They fall from trees, attack you. Uh, it's a it's a well-known challenge for international visitors dealing with Australian drop bears. Australian drop bears, okay. I also, see, my, my heart is saying that Jason's got the right answer with five bears. But hmm. I refuse to admit that Jason is ever right in anything. So I'm going to go with Obsidian. That's my answer, mm. given that okay. I've just been discussing Obsidian. So, yeah. Okay. That's... Excellent. Excellent. Answers are noted. Question two. Uh, what is the correct placement for a Max dock? Is it A, on the bottom, B, on the right, 
C on the left, or D, obsidian? <clears throat> okay, well, okay. This is a bit of a trick question, I, I think, because the answer is obsidian, but we are not actually able to make obsidian the dock until Mac OS 13.4. That's very well documented at this point. So I will go with bottom final answer. Okay, now can I ask a clarifying question? Are we talking about a are we talking about a MacBook Air or are we talking about an iMac with Intel inside? It doesn't matter. Hmm. Jason has decided that he's asking the questions, apparently. Okay. According to Jason, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, according to me, it does. Because up until recently, I was a dock on the bottom guy for the longest time. I have recently switched. Up until recently. Don't you? I'm looking at at my iMac right now. Don't you dare. And I'm seeing a glorious dock to the left. All right. 78 episodes. We're done here. That's it. Shut it down. On the left. Okay. Okay, third, third and final final question. Which of the following methods most effect, is the most effective means by which to manage information assets? Is it A, Yojimbo on the desktop and Devin think to go on mobile? B, Devin Jimbo on the desktop, Devin think to go on mobile? C, Attachments to an agenda note cross-linked to Devon thinking indexed in bear all platforms <laughs> or D finder. <laughs> this is the gimme question of the century. Gimme question. I love it. Hey Siri, why is Andrew like that? I don't know, Scotty. Some Your entry lights are on. personality deficiencies that can't be improved. It's important to not dwell on that which cannot change and instead focus on Andrew's best qualities, such as his co-hosts. Okay. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is the most. That's the most coherent that Siri has ever been in and her quick. existence. And and very <laughs> very quick. Yeah. Um, My goodness. I'm going to go, I'm going to go from the heart on this one and I'm going to go with finder because I think we all know deep down finder is the key to everything. Mm -hmm. Jason claimed to have a heart and said finder. So there are two interesting takeaways from one statement. And that was one sentence. Yeah. Let's make sure we get that. All in one sentence. Yeah. Yeah. I see how you kind of buried the lead there and tried to trick us into believing that for a second. Andrew? So there's value in all those answers, except maybe Finder. Um, <laughs> they're all really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the other option that you failed to mention. Oh. And that's LogSeek. LogSeek. Oh, LogSeek. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does LogSeek sync with Bear? It's the same thing. He just renames Bear to LogSeek. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I'm just going to put, I'm just going to mark Andrew down as incorrect. Yeah, if you use Hookmark to create links, you probably can. All right, and that is all the time we have for unannounced trivia. That is the end of unannounced trivia corner. That was that's incredible. Wow, I am blown away. I'm just glad that you got them all wrong. Did that answer your question about Obsidian and Vaults? Are you clear now? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yep. I know what to do. Yep, we can check that topic off and, and move on to the next one i think i think everybody wants us to check it off and move on i think so it seems fair this is a bit of a promo shout out oh okay um promo it up to a to a a, blog slash save (laughs) (laughs) it's funny you should mention that scotty actually well it's a good segue before i get to the before i get to the no, well, it's not funny. It's serious. And if you want to save serious money, you just need to go to canyon.blog slash save. Because remember, if you're not spending money, you're the product. Exactly. Canyon.blog slash the then... Just remember, if you're not the product, you're the chump spending money. Exactly. Exactly. And giving a nice kickback to me. So yeah. everybody wins. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the... I don't know why people have an issue with this. Nobody Canyon. does. Canyon.blog slash save. Slash save. I had a... Good conversation with somebody whose work I have followed on the web for numerous years. And we've exchanged emails from time to time on the basis of his work. And he is also a fellow micro.blogger. 
Um, so I just want to give a shout out to people who may not have come across the work of Rishabh Dasani. And he, I will, I've just butchered his name and he knows I've butchered his name because he literally said, you can just call me Rishi. Ah, like immediately after you said it. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice of him though. Because obviously I got his name pronunciation so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blaming my Australian heritage. He, he does a lot of um, good, great writing around um, philosophy and stoicism how to live kind of like a better life. And I find his stuff fascinating. He, he, I don't know what IT system also he uses to manage all this writing because he, he integrates cross links to other articles that he's written within his article. It's almost like an Obsidian database in his website. It's incredible. So you can end up following this rabbit hole as you read something. You're like, oh, that's really interesting. And he's, he will hyperlink it. And you click it, and you're like, oh, there's another whole other article about that one little topic that he mentioned. You can get to his website at dazne.net, D-A-Z-N-E.net. So I had a, I had a, I had a uh, video conference call with him. Oh, nice. This way. This, yeah, and we spent an hour talking. And sometimes you find, you, like, this podcast is great for this. You find other people that you connect with. And, like, Hemispheric Views has delivered that in spades. This is another one of those sort of connections where you're like, wow, if not for this crazy internet, I bumped into you through your writing and then I bumped into you because we were both on Microdot blog and I feel like I know you even though I'd never met you. And so we had a conversation and it was great. Um, Really enjoyed it. So I just want to encourage people to check out his stuff because he he is a, a really nice guy and I want more people to be aware of the stuff that he's putting out on the internet because where on earth could we possibly find a link to that though that's the question like where would it be well i i read it out like you could you could just rewind your player what if i play then type it in what if my podcast player of choice didn't have a rewind button maybe you could show show notes is that Ah, show is that the thing where everybody says they're going to put stuff and then they never do is that that spot? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Love it. Yeah. So we operate in a similar uh, similar way, don't we? But we do it slightly differently. Right. Where we actually put everything in there so that you can go back and reference it later. Exactly. Okay. So you'll got find it. it there. Okay. I look forward to finding it there. <laughs> and then I'm going to add one more thing to the show notes because this is something that Rishi recommended I check out. It's a YouTube channel and it's called Green Renaissance. And they're like 10 minute clip, uh, videos reflecting on a person, telling something about their life um, and how they go about living their life. I've watched a few of them and they're all really impressive, really well-produced, really interesting perspectives that people have around how they live a good life or the, the experiences they've had. So if you're going through things, you know, you want to try, you know, you want to think about philosophy, stoicism, being a better person, enjoying your life more, both check out that website, check out the YouTube channel and enjoy and the youtube channel he is not affiliated with that he just recommended it to you no he that? just recommended it okay. to me so Got yeah it. um okay yep so i just wanted to say thank you to rishi for the time spent talking to him hopefully we can carry on and um i want other people to know about a good person in the world which is part of what our show is all about you've got a little robot section here it's dear, near and dear to my heart because it's about an imac you're talking about how you think you fixed your iMac? Is this correct? What's I'm, happened? I'm a little bit afraid to say it. You know, it's one of those things where like you feel like if you say it out loud, something's going to just come back and bite you. But I'm going to go ahead and talk about it a little bit. So I don't know if you remember in ye old days prior to Ventura, mm. um, we had this thing called accessibility. And you always had to add a bunch of crap to it. Otherwise, you couldn't really use three quarters of the stuff you wanted to on your Mac. Okay. No big deal. Well, on my beloved, uh, 24 inch, whatever the heck year it was, iMac, I upgraded to Ventura. Didn't do the beta. I will rec. I will say never did the beta. Not even once said, I'm going to wait till release. Okay. got the install done, rebooted. Nothing would work in terms of accessibility. That's weird. Maybe I just need to re re-enable it all. No, the list is empty. Everything that used to be there is no longer. 
and I can't add anything to that list anymore. So really, everything on the computer is pretty useless. So it's a highly inaccessible computer. Very inaccessible. So off to the web, start doing some searches, finding some things, nothing's working. I'm left with, I can't reboot my computer because if I reboot it, I lose all accessibility and then I have to go in and do this crazy stuff in safe mode every time I reboot. It was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. No one could fix it. So finally, uh, my buddy Glenn over on Mastodon had posted a link uh, related to this fix, which was slightly different. I said, you know what? I've tried everything. Surely this can't work. Grab that link, go through the steps. Couple slight tweaks on my end, but mostly the same. It's working. It's working now. I had to delete, which I'm sure everyone knows about, the capital T, capital C, capital C dot DB. Do you know about this TCC oh, database? Yeah. You know yeah. that the one. Old, yeah. The old TCC. The old yeah. TCC DB. Yeah. Gets you every you know, time. You know, you know Jason... I've been hearing you haven't been filling out your TCC reports. Basically, you need, that's what it you felt need to put like. That, you need a cover sheet. Okay? The TCC. <laughs> I, need, I needed something. And it felt like I needed a flamethrower to just destroy this entire computer. So the way that it went was I would reboot, hold down the power button, because this is a M-class iMac, not Intel, right? Mm, yeah. uh, hold down that button. Go into that safe mode. Everybody loves the safe mode. I don't think most people know the Mac has safe mode because you almost never need it. Go into that. Go into options. Go into disk utility. Mount your volume. Now, not your volume volume, your data volume, obviously. Okay. okay? Go back yeah. out of disk utility. Then go into terminal. So you already know, like, you're 50-50 you're going to have a real bad day if you're in yep. safe mode and terminal. Like, those are not places you want to live. So you're in there, you're rifling around, looking for files, trying to find this TCC DB with this LS, cached. LS, yeah. Yeah, you're LSing yeah. all over the place. Your CD yeah. space dot dotting to go up and down. You're flying all over the place. It's like the matrix in there. You find all these files. You find this cache thing that has no less than 57 other files in it that are random strings that you're just going to delete. You don't know what they do. <laughs> you don't care at this point. So you're deleting one after the other after the other. Why? Because you can't delete that directory. It's not empty. Uh, so, yeah. Deleted all that. Deleted the TCCDB. Bane of my existence. Right. Go back right. up a level. Delete that whole folder, too. Just gutting. We're just gutting at this point. And then okay. we reboot. Yep. Starts up. Everything's good. We get in. Everything starts bombarding me with needing permissions, which uh -huh. is usually bad, but this yes. is good. This is a good thing because now we can rebuild it <laughs> and we start saying, yes, okay, yeah. allow, yeah. accept, mm -hmm. give that screen recording permission, get in there on that full disk access, get in there, love it. So I think we're good now. So... Uh, if anybody has any accessibility issues with their Mac, I have the article um. for you. Oh yeah, um, questions. Yeah, questions. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have an accessibility issue with my Mac. Ah, well, it's an Intel Mac, oh, so it no, can't be no, fixed. No, the Intel one is fine. Oh, it's the MacBook Air. Every mm. time I reboot, I get like a bunch of apps saying, "You don't have permissions. You don't have accessibility permissions." Yeah, and I do. I low into it, and it's like it's 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 on, and so I toggle it off, and then I toggle it on again. And it's like, oh, thank you for giving me accessibility permissions. Is this the same thing? If if I were able to bring somebody in that were an expert on this <laughs> and help you, do you think, would that be, would you be I, I, I open to so. that? I, look, if they know anything about tcc.db, because it sounds like maybe I'm afflicted with the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I think yeah. I have somebody that I might be able to bring in on this. Okay. Let me see. Let me get the Let me get the call center open again here. All right, call center is open. I think we got the call. We got the patching. There's patching going on. There's RJ45 cables. Uh, sorry, RJ11. Ugh, my mistake. 
That was oof, who was who was that just Man. now? Wow, RJ forty five. Like what is that? Get now? your RJ's right. Seriously. Man. Yeah, uh, I don't know how this. Do do we have a caller on the line that can help Andrew with an issue that he has right now with accessibility related to his tcc.db folder? Uh, is there anybody out there on the line that can help us uh, today in Radio Land? I don't know what that is. Perfect. That is exactly... Does that help you out, Andrew? You know, I was flummoxed. And then I hear that answer and I'm like, oh, of course. Problem solved. Problem solved. There it is. Okay. I've now heard about my tcc.db cover sheet from two people. Two people. So if we can get you, you know, six more, you will have heard it from no less than eight different people. My only motivation is to not get my ass chewed out. <laughs> uh, caller, did you have any other questions while you're on the line? Thank you for your help with the tcc.db issue. Um, was there any other, is there anything we can do for you? I guess is really the question. That's what we're here for to serve the people. Uh, I, well, I don't know. I don't have an, any technical issues at the moment. Uh, how are you guys? I think we're doing we're doing quite well now that we've had we've had at least two callers now, um, both of which have been helpful in solving problems for us. So I think what we're trying to do now is really give back to the community. Oh yeah, I, I apologize. I'm, I'm not very useful. Well, I, have, I, have a <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh okay. Because I I believe I believe we're talking to a friend of the show, Gabs. Uh yes. Yes, and and I seem to recall seeing on the Discord, Gab's cooking like an absolutely humongous piece of steak. Yes, that was okay. last weekend, and it was delicious. So this is my question to you: How did you cook that steak? So because you then demonstrated it raw, and then you demonstrated it cooked, sliced, mm-hmm. and it looked like it had the perfect combination of cooked on the outside crisped up a little on the outside, but still lovely pink in the middle. And I want to know, what is your method for cooking steak? And is this a, a like a ethnic sort of approach that you have that I, as an Australian, have no idea about? Actually, I, thought, I think that was pure luck, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> um, usually what I, what I try to do is like, you know, I use, I try to use my cast iron for that because it's, way too cold right now to be barbecuing outside so i uh i just depending on the thickness of the of the meat i i kind of assume that it might take six minutes each side and so i do that and then check and if it's like how we like it then it's done otherwise i might let it another minute or two but usually that's just six minutes one side flip it six minutes usually that's that's the trick. Um, and if I really want to cheat and get it perfectly every single time, I, I, I use the air fryer. <laughs> Perfect. That'll do it. You heard it here first, people. That's how you cook steak. So, Jason, what I'm picking up here, and this is pretty important, is you don't, you don't, you're not, you're not flip. No. It's not, it's not doing flips on a trampoline. You're not steak. doing a flip flop. This is not a flip flop. No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> this is like cook one side, flip. One flip. Yeah, one flip. one flip. Just like one the, and done. One flip. That's what they say here in the US. One and done, I think. Uh, that's what I was taught. Yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> See? It's universal. <laughs> wow. So now we've got, we've had Cooking Corner. Uh, I think we're, we're inaugurating Cooking Corner, which is great. So thank you for Gabby for that. Uh, if you'd like to hang on the line, um, we may have some further questions for you later, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thank you. This is something entire. This is amazing. This call-in show. I'm loving it. The only thing I'm not loving is how the hell am I going to edit this in? I could not tell you. Can you imagine if this were if this were Martin's week to edit and we did this? He would. (laughs) What would he do? He would explode. (laughs) So angry. Here's your 53 audio tracks. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do. I'm going to channel another Martin. Oh, channel. Let me see if I can do it. guys. You could have let me know about this sooner so that we could have established the Zoom recorder block in the audio hijack prior to the recording commencing to enable me to have all the audio files in synchronization at the same time. But don't worry, I will make it work. 
Wow. Was that and you're ma- editing, was that so that, that'll stay in. That, that, <laughs> that will stay in, and he will hear that along with everyone else. God, he's going to just love this episode. This is probably his favorite so far. Do you know what I think? Do you know what? I've actually had a genius idea, Jason oh, Burke. Br- br- please tell me. He's not here to stop it, so let's do it. You know what? Stuff editing. Let's just do live to tape. Wow. Like the show is the show. <clears throat> do you think anyone would listen afterward? I think it, it, this is such a departure. I think it's going to work. You think so? But, but it's like a once, well, it's like a one-off. We can't. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Okay. And it's in like 12 kilobit audio. Well, like, that look, a step look, too far? Doing, we've got a radio show going on here. Do you think radio shows don't edit? I don't, I think by the nature of them being live, that would be impossible. Yeah. So I think this is, uh, Martin's going to have a conniption. Gonna yeah. Love it. Oh, this is not, uh, I'll just go on record now and just as a, as a little bit of a cover for my ass. Um, this was all Andrew's idea. Uh, Martin. <laughs> so I'm for, I'm happy with it. What's next on our uh, show? What notes? is next? Let's yeah, see here. So amazing. we've got through my iMac. I don't know. Let you pick. What do you, what do you like? We have no format now, so... Oh, okay. Okay. Um, seeing as we're sort of doing a bit of Mac talk this time, I'm going to talk about, very quickly, Mac talk or browser. We've talked about Arc Browser before. We have. Arc Browser is the best freaking browser I have ever used. I, what did I tell you? Safari is... I've always been Safari person. Like, nothing... I've... I... I couldn't get Google Chrome, didn't like Firefox, all the other bits and pieces browsers didn't really go for. It's always just been Safari is the best. Quick, easy, nice and battery. I just removed Safari from my dock. Wow. I am all in on Arc. This thing is freaking amazing. They just released a new feature. It's called Peak. 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 I don't know if you've used this. But basically, oh, yeah. if you've got a favorites, if, if you saved one of your, your websites as a favorite, it treats that a little bit differently. So whenever you click a website from one of those, like a, a link on that page, say you say you have a Mastodon page saved as a favorite, you click the link, it doesn't open a new tab. It just opens a window within your current tab to quickly have a peek. And so quickly. It's fluid and you can, if you're like, oh no, I really want to see that. You can quickly pop it into its own tab. No worries at all. Easy. Or you can just command W it and that baby's gone. It's so fluid. It's just incredible. There's so many, the side-by-side viewing you can do. Now you can do horizontal or vertical side-by-side web pages. If you're reconciling your YNAB against your bank account, there's nothing better. Like, oh, I mean, who's not doing that at least six or seven times a day? I'm doing it all the time. So just if you are not on, I don't know what the, I don't know what the beta testing situation is on Arc. Is it still difficult to get? Uh, it's a, it's a invite. It's still one of those dumb invite things. Every single person gets five invites per week. Uh, I, I post the link on Mastodon every week. So if you want one, just like wait a week and then there'll be one there. So. I should. I, I would put my link on canyon.blog/save, but because this is a free product, I feel a little bit weird about that. It's a little conflicting, yeah. And your link will change every week, yeah, so that. that so once then you got to update it. So I don't know if I don't know what their monetization model is. I super hope that this is a monetization model like Netscape Navigator 1.0 was, in that it's like send us fifty bucks and you get a browser. I would love that to be the case. It probably won't be, but I would totally pay fifty bucks for this browser. It is awesome yeah i can't say anything else it's i absolutely love it i started using it last whatever june i have not looked back since it's absolutely great and i think i hope i know they're working on a mobile browser Mm -hmm. already but now with all this new crap rules whatever you want to call it it sounds like we're going to be able to have browsers on ios and ipad os that are not just you know skins on top of safari like they are now which would be great. And then the other side of that is, I believe, I feel like I read this somewhere, that Apple Pay is supposed to, at some point, come to other places than Safari, in which case, if that lands in Arc, like, there's just no reason. That's the only reason I have Safari at this point, is for Apple Pay. Well, that and SMS 
autofill validation to FA. Oh, I took your advice on that. I stopped being an idiot and I could just, I'm now good at reading six numbers in under five seconds. <laughs> I've trained myself now. Cause remember when I said I couldn't read the numbers and you're like, you're an idiot. And yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So I do that. See, now. Yeah. Neural plasticity. You don't need a Nintendo game to, to train your brain. Just no, you just got to read two FA codes. There perfect. you go. Or here, here's a weird idea. What if we just stopped using SMS for two FA? Wow. Wouldn't that be something? Jason Burke, that's crazy talk. I know it's wild. Some people are charging eight bucks for that now. I heard, but yeah, my, you, you could, know. or you could just go to LastPass. I, I'm sure they have. A, I think they have a great security model. Yeah, not a sponsor. Definitely, definitely not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm, I'm well. I'm happy to hear about Arc. I'm happy to hear that it has changed your life. Um, I think in at least three months from now, it'll be the same exact topic, but it'll be Obsidian. Jason Burke, I'm really excited. I, I'm so excited. I keep calling you Jason Burke. Like uh, I've somehow yeah, adopted I this, tell. right? I'm here. I, I'm here I for a, it. I have Go. a Martin Segway. I'm super pumped. Right? Wow. So let me see if I can do this. Oh, segway it up. Okay. Jason. Hang on. I'm going to get my Martin voice on. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, please take uh, your Jason. time. Jason. Jason. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of. Yes, Martin. Speaking of Arc browsers, I believe you know something a little bit about eArc. Wow, that was, it was like he was here. Look at that. Wollongong in the house. Love it. Good segue. Um, very good connection between Arc the browser and eARC. I love that. Uh, yeah, eARC HomePods. I think we already talked about, did we already talk we about this? We did a little bit. I can't did, remember I think now. we did a bit. Because we know, like, so flashback, like, months and months ago, and because Martin's been using the like the HomePod stereo thingy for like forever, but that was really just with an Apple TV, if I remember correctly. So it's like that works. My problem was always I want other stuff also. So like if it's a gaming console or whatever, I want other stuff to be able to go through that audio. And now with eARC, we can do that. Some kind of weird voodoo where it shoves it through to the TV then the TV shoves the audio back to the Apple TV that's not even on. And then that beams that over to two separate home pods that are not connected. And it all just works. I don't, I don't know. It's literally voodoo magic that it works at all. Whatever engineers develop that, like kudos to them far out. It's wild. And this is with the OG, the old home pod, the big ones. I'm just doing it with those and, it works perfectly fine every time. It's wild. So I think a few months ago I was talking about I was looking for a sound bar because I have I don't I think this is not just a me problem, but hearing audio in or sorry, not audio, uh hearing voices in movies specifically feels like it's impossible anymore. And I don't think it's me. <laughs> That that's exactly what it sounds like. It's like a peanuts grown up. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, what if I get like a, a big weird soundbar thing? Like, will that help separate the whatever the stupid term is for like? Can I hear the damn movie? Right. Um. Well, I don't need that now because these sound amazing, and I can hear everything, and they're just at this point they're just sitting on the floor. I, we haven't even like put them on the thing yet. I j- they're still in the same way when I just like plugged everything in randomly wherever there was plugs to like test it. They're just sitting there and it sounds phenomenal. This and I will also say they're so responsive from an from a how fast you start something to how fast it's playing. I feel like the stereo pair connected to an Apple TV is some kind of different wireless connection or something than when you do like a standard airplay. Cause you know, like you do an airplay or like a handoff and it, it's, it's quick, but like it's kind of longer than you would think it should be. This feels like some other weirdness where it's like, we know we only talk to that. So we're going to be like really fast, but yeah, it's, it, I highly, highly recommend whatever was the last update that brought all this crap 16.3 i think 
Um, if you've got HomePods or, or thought about doing this this HomePod stereo pair thing, it's it's epic. So what I've done, I've still only got the one HomePod OG. Okay, the big one, yep. Listeners may recall that I have a receiver system and my old energy connoisseur speakers. And I have, so I've got my, my, my stereo speakers, my center channel and my subwoofer, right? But they're really old. As an experiment, I didn't want to, I didn't bother with the whole um, eARC thing. But what I did do is I got two HomePod Minis, and I just plonked them on top of the energy <laughs> so speakers. So you're using the, a the left and right channels. Very high end speaker as a shelf for a HomePod Mini. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. For a HomePod Mini, and, and it's hilarious because I've got one black one and one white one, so it's all mismatched, right? Doesn't even match. Love it. Okay. Because I just wanted to see what that what those two sound like. Minis, right? In a stereo pair, they're really good. Like they're not, really they're not as good as the the Energy System because like how could it be? I've got cones. I mean, cones the, are plenty. The volume the volume of the Energy Speaker is like. 75 liters yes so so like it can't compete but i it has me thinking because you also remember this like thinking about getting the whole sonos surround system yes i went down the path as well which is like like, do i get three and a half grand like it's like a lot of money and then you got like rear channels and all that kind of guff part of me is just like do i just buy two new home pods and just be like this is cool (laughs) because <laughs> it seems like if the mini is good but not quite as good a couple of home pods i think you want the big one if you're talking like a tv yeah like room setup because yep. the the home pod minis they sound phenomenal but they're so small like physics dictates they they just can't output what you want from a from like a tv setup but the big ones, I really feel like they can. And I just, like, since then, I've been using, I've been, whenever the kids watch TV, I've just been making sure they're using now the HomePod mini sound. And it's excellent because mm. it's just toned yeah. it down. I'm not getting subwoofer blasts from some <laughs> random, you know, Spider-Man super yeah. friend show. It's, um, yeah, it's great. So, there you go. So, I'm, I'm still in flux as to what to do and all this stuff, but. I really feel like HomePods are, are where it's at, and I'm I'm thrilled that the old HomePods work for this. I I wasn't sure that they would, so I, that's why again I just sort of like randomly set them up on the floor. But well, if there's anybody in Perth, if there's anybody in Perth that has an original, because I would love to get a second original HomePod, then that. Would, so if there's anybody listening to our show in Perth who just wants to give me one, and what color would that? I would, you need a ah uh, black one. Black one, okay. But because you're already mismatched on the minis, if it were... At what point? Doesn't matter. I don't care anymore. You don't care. No, no. No no cares. Okay. There we go. All right. So if you want to give Andrew a HomePod, I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Uh, Yeah, look him up. Yeah. Canyon. Just find... Slash... (laughs) Canyon.blog slash safe somehow. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a Dropbox for HomePods. It's in in the long game, okay? You will benefit in the long game somehow some way he'll give you a sticker he'll give you a sticker he'll give you one of the new stickers for 2023 that i don't believe anyone has yet because i don't even have them yet new stickers so new stickers for 2023 yeah you heard it here first um what do we got next so we talked to eARC homepods we love it we talked to arc browser 49 minutes yeah okay you think we're we're probably because you have to edit, so We're done. And you always have the long ones. Shut it as down. Martin says. <laughs> Is there anything? <laughs> do we have any other? Do we have any other guests or callers or any other um, audience feedback? Do you want me to check in on the phone dashboard quickly and just see if there's any other? I think that's given that it's a calling show. I think that's probably what we should do. Okay, hold on. Let me just check. Let me. See, are you hearing what I'm pat? Are you hearing the patching noises? I feel like that I'm, audio is. Yeah, it's is like needed. cables are actually being pulled out and plugged into a different switchboard. Look at him. Are you getting that? He's patching it through. He's patching. 
There is more patching going on. Okay, I think I've got that open now. It's a lot of wires. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's um phono plugs. Go ahead, caller with your with your question. Did you have a did you have a question or or an answer? We're we're open to answer. If you want to give an answer, we can give a question. That's it's also a thing. Is that for me? Is that for me? I got Oh, yeah. Hello? Hello? Caller? Caller? Are you... Caller? Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. You're live. Hello? Yes. Yes. Caller. Yes. Please go... Hi. Have I reached... Is this the Martin Feld show? Yes. Anything uh, Martin Feld related, we are here for it. I had a question about HomePods in a stereo pair. Now, right now, I wrote all of my audio through Bear, but I was wondering if I were to use HomePods, like big boy HomePods, in a stereo pair, how, how surround soundy does that sound? Like, because I'm in that same sort of crisis about, do I tack on more Sonos speakers to try and make this feel surroundy? Except that my Sonos soundbar doesn't support Atmos, so I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm like building on top of a deprecated platform i'm i'm wondering if maybe i should just get a couple of home pods in a stereo pair and call it a day okay okay thank you um I, i'll just i guess i'll start quickly if you don't have atmos you might as well have a monitor that says led on it i mean it's just what year is this right so you're gonna want to get that atmos first and foremost as long as as well as dolby vision Right, because you're going to want to have the vision. Would you see it before Atmos. you hear it? Because light travels faster than sound, so you need Dolby Vision. Um, I have a I have a more budget approach that you can you may work. Does it involve using my Sonos speaker as a stand for two HomePod Minis? Because I've already heard that idea. No, no, this is actually even better. So what I'm suggesting is the careful placement of two mirrors. Okay, because what you'll find is the mirror will reflect the audio. So you'll get your you'll have your your home pods at the front. So you're looking for you want you want good sound coverage, you want some Atmos experience. So I'm saying you put your two mirrors behind your couch. The home pods will push the sound out frontwards. That sound will hit the mirrors. Mirrors reflect, so the, the mirrors will reflect the sound and you'll get that full surround sound experience okay i'm writing that down hang on canyon.blog slash bullshit got it thank you <laughs> slash s- no, slash save slash bullshit yeah look i'm an audiophile you know like you can you can go to youtube and you'll see bunches of people talking about hey i checked out this audio speaker and it's like really cool but it's four thousand dollars i'm an audiophile well i'm telling you right now mirrors yeah, mirrors. Mirrors and ma- magnets. And smoke. You need smoke and mirrors. Hello, Hemispherians. This is Martin speaking. As you can probably tell, I was not in the usual recording of hemispheric views that you just heard. Different kind of episode, right? No big deal, stuff gets in the way. I had other obligations. Currently traveling in Aotearoa, New Zealand with two of my esteemed colleagues, Craig and Tim, for work. I wasn't really concerned uh, not to be in the recording, but very interestingly, Andrew and Jason following that particular session sent me messages like, oh my goodness, Martin, you're going to hate this, we've destroyed the episode, like the podcast is ruined, you should be really worried, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, what on earth could they have possibly done without my, well, I don't want to say oversight, but let's say guidance from New South Wales as to what to do in the episode. I'm hoping that we still have listeners. I'm hoping that people have not fled to other tech-adjacent podcasts, whatever they may be or whatever the hell that term actually means. But anyway, I'm just here to offer some reassurance that even if they have destroyed the podcast, I'm still here by myself in a hotel room to offer you some form of entertainment. So since I'm not in Australia at the moment, but I'm elsewhere in the Southern Hemisphere, across the ditch, as they say, in Aotearoa, New Zealand, I thought I'd offer a few little 
interesting cultural observations since getting here. The last time I visited the country was uh, actually when I was in primary school, so my memories were a bit, uh, they weren't great, let's say, about the country since being here last. And it's been really lovely. The people have been fantastic, both the people I've had to work with and the people that I've met around the place. Great to travel with my two colleagues, as I said. It's been a really fun experience. But there have been a few little bizarro things that popped up that I thought would be of relevance to you listeners and this very show. First one being, we spotted a Woolworths logo, or Woolies, as you would know. And as we approached it, even though the Woolies logo was the same on the shop, the name was not. It was Countdown. Now, any New Zealanders listening are probably thinking, Martin, this is old news. Of course, it's called Countdown. But I'm really quite staggered that we have a Woolworths logo, which, if you know it, is a W in the form of an apple peel, or like skin of an apple actually peeled off. And then it's got Countdown next to it, which starts with the letter C and not the letter W that Woolworths actually, you know, kind of starts with. So it's like, we're countdown. I'm not sure what the deal is there. And when we entered the shop, it looked very much just like Woolworths, but all the fonts were different. There were different products in there. It it was kind of like being in a bizarro world. If you've ever seen that episode of uh, Seinfeld where you've got the bizarro Jerry, Kramer and George when Elaine goes to a different diner, it was exactly like that. Guys, what is the deal with creating five different audio tracks? This is wild. And just to show you that it was indeed Countdown with the Woolworths logo that I visited, you can find a picture in the show notes or as the chapter artwork, depends what Andrew wants to do this time, of me standing in front of said Woolworths slash Countdown in this particular town that we visited, Papakura, and I'm holding four batteries that I needed to purchase for a particular device that we're using on our vocational travels. Moving on from that particular point, I was also very, very confused when we went to a steakhouse in the town of Papakura called Stampede. And when we were there, we had some banter with the wait staff. You know, I was being my uh, typical verbose self, as you're hearing right now. And we said, what's one thing about Papakura that you would sell to the world? Like, what's special about this town? And she didn't really know how to answer. And she went, oh, you know, a bit of this, a bit of that. It was pretty nondescript. And then as she moved away, she then came back and said, oh, you know, I spoke to the others behind the counter and we figured out that uh, we're actually right in the centre of New Zealand. And not just like the North Island where we happen to be, but the entire country. Like if you measured from top to bottom, North Island to South Island, we're in the middle. This didn't seem quite right. And upon checking on the map, We were still very much towards the north of the country, just south of the isthmus where Auckland is. So I don't know what people are teaching in uh, geography at schools in New Zealand, but someone clearly has to brush up because this town does not even know where it is. Anyway, uh, these are the particular gems that I have to offer at the end of the podcast. I don't know if anyone's even still listening. I don't even know if this sounds good. I don't even know if there's still a podcast But uh, look, if you are there and you're listening to me ramble about what is essentially a very weird topic for a kind of made-up, semi-absent version of Hemispheric News Virtual Tourist Corner, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. And I'm just going to go and do something else that you do when you're sitting in a hotel room uh, elsewhere in a place you don't know. I don't know what that'll be. Catch you next time.